Yesterday, you heard from Afant about concerns that the Northern Territory Government must act to protect the future of the iconic Barramundi fishery. Now, today, the Northern Territory Guided Fishing Industry Association has urgently called on the government to introduce conservative catch limits for the 2024 commercial Barramundi fishing season to protect important recreational, tourism and traditional fishing areas from overfishing due to increases in concentrated commercial gill netting. Now, joining me in the studio to talk more about the situation is the Chairman of the Northern Territory Guided Fishing Industry Association, Blaine Simmons. Good morning to you, Blaine. Morning, Katie. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Now, Blaine, we heard those concerns raised yesterday by AFANT. Um, What are your members saying to you? Katie, well, I think we're concerned about all the same issues that AFANT are. Um, Our members and theirs have uh, very similar priorities as far as barramundi fishing goes. Um, we're, cons- we're happy that the government has at least recognised that there was going to be increases in the pressure, the fishing pressure in certain areas. And of course we had a, we've had a progressive closure of three areas by traditional owners um, because of their concerns about uh, gill netting in shallow estuaries and bays. Um, they get to actually see the results of what happens as opposed to what's reported. Um, but we've known that was coming for quite some time. It does appear that the government left it a bit late to come up with some sorts of solutions. But we're on the same page as the government in terms of needing some solutions to control the additional fishing pressure. We had the entire fleet spread over five key areas and now we've got the entire fleet in two key areas. Um, Everybody can do that maths for themselves. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I mean, the government obviously came out Wednesday. Well, they didn't come out publicly. I think they just came out to the various industry groups and basically said that, um, that, you know, this is what they're going to do. Uh, Effectively, though, following on from the discussion that we'd had with David Chiravolo yesterday, he didn't feel as though it's sort of gone far enough in terms of of there being quotas. What is your take on what they'd said on Wednesday, Arvo? Look, we're very concerned about uh, the way that, the plan that they've come up with, the way they intend to manage that pressure. Um, That pressure is being measured by effort. So in other words, how long you get to go fishing for and all of us that fish know that some days you can do very well and other days you can do very poorly and spend the same amount of time. Yep. Um, It's a very uh, hit and miss measure. It's a measure that uh, the commercial operators self-report. There's no independent verification of that number. Uh, It's hard to imagine a scenario where they are are not incentivised to manipulate that figure uh, because it's entirely up to them how they report, how much time they spend fishing. I guess to play devil's advocate, they might say, well, you know, I'm assuming that, um, you know, that the Seafood Council or that that others that are working in that industry would say, well, we don't want to overfish the area either because we want it to be sustainable. And I'm quite certain that that is the case. Uh, uh, You know, we're talking about responsible people with a vested interest in the industry. However, um, we've got substantial commercial pressures um, and we've also got uh, crews at sea who are paid percentage of catch. These people have got families and children to feed. Um, it's a very challenging issue. We would much rather that the government simply use the f- figures that they have to limit the catch to what we all consider to be reasonable. We'd, we're not wanting to deny anybody an opportunity, certainly not the commercial operators, yep. an opportunity to support their families and their businesses. Um, but we certainly believe that the critical factor is there's a certain number of fish that can be removed that we become accustomed to, uh, and those fish can be removed commercially from the system. We've accepted, we've seen, that's sustainable. Yeah. 
Why we would choose not to use that figure absolutely confounds me. That data's available. So, Blaine, what do you reckon needs to happen here? Like, what are you really calling on from the Northern Territory Government at this point? Essentially, uh, two things. One, we want to see the, the actual removal of fish by weight measured in those catchments. We have, that, we have those figures available to us so that we all know how much fish can be removed. Uh, we have had uh, the Director of Wild Barramundi suggesting that they were going to catch four, up to 400 tonnes of fish out of those two catchments alone, which is more fish than they've caught in all of the catchments in the last three years. And that amounts to nearly 200,000 fish. Wow. We don't want to see those levels. No. But there is nothing to stop those levels being achieved, absolutely nothing other than this really vague measurement of how much time you spend fishing and how much time you spend with your nets in the water. So, one, we want those, we want these remaining two systems protected, absolutely. Um, and two, we want the government to recognise that um, purely in dollar figures, the... Uh, recreational and tourism fishing is worth somewhere in the order of 15 times what commercial netting is worth. Look, there will be people out there listening, though, thinking, you know, I love going out for Barra. I lo- you know, I want to be able to go and, and still have a feed at the restaurant and be able to get a nice piece of Barra Monday to eat, um, and they want to still be able to do that at an affordable price. And it might be that they don't actually have the capacity to go out and fish themselves or to, you know, to be able to go out and, and catch a Barra Monday themselves. I mean, uh, is, is what you guys are after... You know, a, a complete cutout of commercial fishing here? Absolutely not. There are a number of ways, and there is evidence in many jurisdictions in Australia and elsewhere in the world where these very issues have been faced. Um, Northern Territory Barra is an iconic fish, and it should be Northern Territory Barra, but absolutely not. We're not want ever to have a situation where somebody can't come and visit the Northern Territory and eat wild caught barramundi in our restaurants, in our hotels. But there are a variety of ways to catch those fish. That's not, in, that's not excluding altogether nets, although clearly netting is on the nose right around the world. Um, socially, it's, it's, it has very limited social licence. It has a very um, uh, negative view with environmentalists because of the way it's done. Um, but I'm not ruling that out entirely. But there are other ways to catch fish. It's certainly an industry that would be well suited in Indigenous communities. Um, and I think that adds to the that adds to the flavour of the fish, if you like. Um, but yeah, we want to still see barramundi being sold uh, exclusively around the world, but still certainly available in the Northern Territory. And but you want some limits here. You want the government to take a closer look at what's going on, given the fact that those fishing areas have been reduced, but the volume of fish able to be caught hasn't been. Well, they have no cap on the volume of fish whatsoever. The only cap they have is this this measurement of time. Uh, what they're saying is if you do really well, you catch all the fish in the river. We're not measuring how many fish you catch, which to me is absurd. Um, we need to be measuring how many fish we catch. That needs to be controlled. There is a high probability that we'll have yet another area closed during the course of this year uh, with uh, events that will happen with the federal yep. government. There is a high possibility. What then? Will we have the entire fleet sitting in the mouth of the Daly River? Now, the Daly River is obviously a vital... Uh, catchment to our uh, our recreational and our guided fishing industry. We don't need to have the entire fleet with their nets sitting there. That's that's not the look we're going for at all. Not the reason we're spending millions of dollars on million dollar barra. Um, but 
we also haven't seen support from government to recognise the value of this industry. We started with a review three years ago that was supposed to arrive at that point and it didn't. So, Blaine, the message for the government this morning from your perspective, from uh, you know, from the Northern Territory Guided Fishing Industry Association, what is the message for them today? We'd like to see them provide um, some planning framework and policy framework uh, for, our, for our industry, for the 2,500 people who are employed in this industry in the Northern Territory. Um, we need to have an environment where our barramundi are plentiful. We certainly want to maintain our leadership. We are the world-class barramundi destination. That needs to stay. Um, but government needs to work us into that framework. And at the moment, there has been a real prioritising of commercial interests. And I think it's healthy for government to support everybody. There's no doubt about that. But I certainly don't don't like the idea that they may be they may be supporting the commercials. That industry is obviously facing some substantial challenges at the moment, and I would support them supporting that industry, but not at other Territorians' expense. Well, look, we are going to be catching up with the Seafood Council in just a couple of moments. I really appreciate you coming in and having a chat with us this morning. Blaine Simmons, the Northern Territory Guided Fishing Industry Association Chairman, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Katie. Thanks thank for you. Me.